Welcome to the Becoming Body Smart podcast, where we unlock the secrets of sustainable health and fitness and help you master your health habits. If you're tired of quick fixes, generic blueprints, and chasing short-term results, you're in the right place. It's time to become body smart. So today, I wanted to talk about pain and aging. So um, aging is a pain. It's no fun, so don't do it. And the way we can avoid aging and pain is a couple of steps. So we got a couple uh, things that we want to hit. Uh, I would say the first thing to think about is that pain is fairly normal. It's a normal part of human existence. And we tend to see that we get more of it as we age, more aches and pains accumulate. And I would argue that a lot of that has to do with the fact that we don't lean into the pain and say, oh, I have pain. Why is that? And what can I do to get rid of it actively? We tend to seek passive solutions to it, medications and, and other things instead of like, what do I need to do? How do I need to move? How do I get rid of this through my activity and lifestyle? Um, we, we don't lean into it and we shy away from pain. We're afraid of the pain. And so we have to be careful. Um, with, with how we address pain, obviously pushing through pain can cause even bigger problems sometimes. And so it's not necessarily pushing through pain like, oh, that hurts, but I'm just going to keep going anyway. It's more of addressing pain the right way and saying, you know, how, how do I make sure that I can do everything that I can still do and, and keep moving and things like that, even though I have some discomfort. And so we've got kind of three main points of, of how to do that today that we want to hit. But that first one is like leaning into the pain and not shying, shying away from your life and lifestyle just because you have some pain. And, and it's really easy to do. I, I find that even in my own life, even though I'm not old yet, um, that when I have pain, it's easy to want to shy away from doing activities that, that hurt. And so it's, it's, you know, going back to that uh, chart that we showed of like acceptable levels of pain and how do you judge which pain to avoid and things like that. I think that's the key is making sure that you're you're handling your pain and discomfort in the right way and that you're still doing everything that you can do um, despite having some pain so that you can get rid of that pain and you don't have to live with it forever. Age is not a death sentence for, for uh, having chronic pain. You know, it's not a life sentence, I guess, for having chronic pain. Well, I feel like the more time we give pain in our life, the more it takes over, the more we think about it, the more we check in on our pain, the more pain we tend to have versus like leaning into the things that you can still do, I think is a really good tip, a really good piece of advice for making sure that the pain doesn't bother you. you obviously, you don't want to do things that flare it up. But what is it that I can still do? How active can I still be um, that, that the pain doesn't flare up or what the activities that I can do? So I can be as active as possible while I'm actively treating that pain area so that we can get rid of it and, and we don't have to age, we don't have to slow down. Um, as we talked about on the last call, uh, which we forgot to record, I realized at the end I hadn't hit the record button, so I was pretty bummed. Because I like that call, where we talked about uh, uh, aging and how how age is more of 
a symptom of inactivity than it is number of years alive. And, and so we, we don't have to just take aging and pain as, as bedfellows. We really can live a pain-free or, or a mostly pain-free um, even as we age and just work on being active enough that we can eliminate those, those pain points. Anyway, back yeah. to you, Mark. <laughs> so I just, I like that idea of, of leaning in to the pain because uh, it can just, it can help us figure out what's actually going on, right? What, what does the pain mean? Um, and, and we've got the video on that in the course, right? What pain means, but, uh, pain is just our, our body's way of telling us that we need to pay more attention to a certain area, right? Am I, am I moving something? Am I doing something in such a way, um, yeah. that, that I need to alter something. And so, um, it, it's, it's, it, pain is a good thing, right? It's, it's our, <laughs> our body's way of helping us to, to stay safe. And so when we pay attention to what's going on and, and, Kind of lean in. We still try to try to stay active. One, it helps us figure out maybe what's triggering the pain, and two, it helps us to like even when we have pain, it helps us to stay, uh, you know, to kind of keep our our baseline there while we're figuring whatever out. So if we can stay active um, and find ways to move even while we're in pain, then it's just gonna leave us off so much better in the long run, right? We've talked before about kind of the pain injury cycle is we have pain. And then we stop moving, and so it feels better, and then we we lose capacity, right? We lose strength, we lose endurance, we lose all those those different things. And then when we get back to activity, well, Mark, oh yeah. So sorry to interrupt, but I would say often we don't actually feel better when we rest away pain. That's it true. just doesn't hurt right now because we're not using it, but it it often never really resolves the problem. So we reduce in capacity and that pain is still just hanging out, waiting to hurt again when we go to move again. And that's why we get and develop chronic pain. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, I think, I think that's such a good point. Um, because, because <laughs> yeah, like we, we often don't feel better like that. And so just staying as active as we possibly can, um, you know, like let's say our, our knees bothering us, right? Can we, find a way to modify our exercises or, or do something else, right? Can I go swimming or can I do cycling or can I do something like that, that, that works within the parameters as I work to get back more active and active. Um, so my, so talked before about how I have hemophilia and one of the things that happens a lot of times in hemophilia is, um, you get what are called target joints. So you bleed into certain joints more often over the years. And, and anyway, you have some, some, um, it kind of accelerates the aging process of the, of the joint, if you will. And so for me, that's both of my ankles. Um, the way that they treated it for a long time, um, didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't lend itself for me to, to having really healthy ankles, but I still find a way to do all the things that I want. And so most mornings I wake up and there's, there's some pain in those ankles, right? Um, and so I could do, I could do one of two things with that. One, I could just be like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not going to move like this is uncomfortable. But as I start to move, right. As I, as I get active, the pain goes away and I don't really notice it. And I also know what's going on, right? I know the reason for the, the chronic pain and it's pretty low level for me. Like it's not something that, um, 
that's like super bothersome. But but it's annoying, right? It's 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 kind of always there in the morning. And and other times, right? I've been sitting down for a long time and I get up and walk. Like there's some discomfort there. Um, but but I know that activity actually makes it better. And I found a way that I can still do all the types of exercise even with that, right? I can still I can still lift. Um, I can run. I just modify the way that I run, right? I can I can still cycle and, and do some of those different things. And so by leaning into the pain, by by kind of understanding like what makes it better, what makes it worse, and what allows me to manage it, it's helped me to live a really healthy life and lifestyle, even even with something that's that's gone on for years, right? And this is something that I'm gonna likely carry with me for the rest of my life, and unless I decide to replace my ankles, which I probably won't. So. Um, <laughs> That's a whole other conversation, but, but figuring out like what, what that means for your body and for your lifestyle, um, there's almost always a way, <laughs> right. To, to manage that in a way that, that we can deal with the pain, um, and still do everything that we want to do. Exactly. I, that's the thing. Even if we do have some chronic pain things from, from you know, things outside of our control, we still can do and lean into, like you, like we both said, I guess, um, you can still lean into what you can do and lean into that pain and still like be active and still do as much as you can. And, and I get that that's a tricky thing once it's kind of built up to where you do have some chronic pain issues and you do have some, some problems, but that's where it really like, benefits us so much to find out what I need to do to resolve those things, as well as what can I still do now and be as active and mobile as possible so that I'm not continuing to decline in function and, and activity level. So I think that's one of the biggest things is what can you still do? How do you keep hammering the things that you can still do so that you can preserve as much function and, and, even improve or increase your your functional capacity and mobility and and all those things so um it's often easier to build on something we have strengths in already versus start where our weaknesses are right and so if we can if we can build from those things where we're already strong we're already fit healthy active um it just gives us that that jump start that advantage so start with those areas and, and build from there. Um, uh, what, what was the other, there was one of the other tips I'm blanking on. Yeah. So just, um, what I was going to say is that like some level, of, oh, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, some level of pain, you know, as, as <laughs> just as part of life and as we age is, is normal, right? Just aches and pains that we get. And I think sometimes yeah. we, you know, it's like, oh man, I am getting older. Now I felt pain and, and we, we kind of magnify what it means. And, and it's really easy to catastrophize pain, right? Like, oh, this, this is going to lead to this. And, and mm -hmm. I knew someone that did this and right. We, we all have a story about something that happened to someone oh. with, with, with pain. And so, um, big time. And, and we've talked about this before, but there's a lot of things that pour into our experience of pain, right? Pain is more than just, um, you know, a signal from certain areas of our body going to our brain and saying like, ding, 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 ding. There's so much involved in that. And so our past experiences with pain can affect our pain. Um, the stories that, that we tell ourselves about what pain means or other people's experience with pain, um, how well we've slept, uh, how we're eating, right? 
um, just our mental and emotional state, all of that can can kind of raise our perception of pain or lower our perception of pain. And so kind of understanding that and being able to normalize it, that, that that's just like a part of life and, and that doesn't have to mean that, that it's the end. Um, so for example, yesterday, right, it was like uh, uh, snowy, gross all day. So I was shoveling some snow and as I was getting towards the end, like my back was, was talking to me a little bit, not bad, but it was like, oh, this is, this is uncomfortable. The story I could tell myself is like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, man, I remember my dad telling me about some of the things that he did back in the day and, and now his back hurts chronically. Right. And, and, oh, am I just, you know, like those thoughts still come up and I'm like, oh no, it's, it's fine. Right. Like I just haven't been in this position regularly for a while and, and it'll be fine. And, and it was. And so I think that's the thing to understand about pain too, is, is that like, it takes time for our body to adapt. And so when we're doing something new or just something outside of the ordinary, like it's going to work our body in a different way than, than we've been used to, right? Like some muscles will be a little bit more sore or some movements will just be a little bit more uh, pr provocative. And so just understanding that and be like, okay, if, if I'm going to go into a new activity, if it's going to be something, you know, I, I want to start skiing or I want to start hiking or I want to start doing whatever, like understanding that there's probably going to be some amount of soreness, some amount of discomfort as you're, as you're learning that. Um, and, and that, like it, it, it doesn't mean the end of the world. It's just like, okay, like, well, what, what do I need to change? Right. Do I need to add in some exercises that focus a little bit more on this area? Do I need to give myself some more time to work into this new thing? And, and ultimately it'll be okay. And so I think just understanding like takes time for the body to adapt and understanding timelines um, can, can make a big difference that, that it's not the end that our body's just like, Hey, this is, this is a new thing. Like pay attention to me. Um, you know, Maybe we want to, to, <laughs> to figure out how we're going to do this or how often we're going to do this thing. Yeah, I, I think it's just like anything else that we talk about. It's just giving yourself time to make, allow your body to make those changes. And then the consistency of keeping that effort on so that you can, your body can adapt, can change. And, and so it is kind of like everything else. I feel sometimes like we're a broken record with that whole message of like, it's just load versus capacity and then being consistent enough to let that take, take its time and do its work. But that essentially is, is the idea of, of, you know, just being consistent with what we can do and, and building from there. And, and so I guess it, we're, we're really playing off of that discussion we had on Tuesday. I think that's part of why I wanted to talk about this today is because I didn't hit the record button. Um, and I'm so frustrated because I thought it was such a great concept that we all need to hear of, of, you know, aging is really just a symptom of sedentarism, <laughs> not, not necessarily. And, and pain honestly is, is more of a symptom of being sedentary than it is a symptom of being active. Most of our active pains, are temporary. They come and they go. Most of our chronic pain is, is actually more because of being sedentary and not staying active. And that's what causes that to flare up and, and really grow and become a bigger problem. And so we, we often just give ourselves that excuse that because I'm in this decade of life, I should slow down to this level of activity. And then pain and, and irritation come along with that because we're not moving our body enough to stay pain-free. Um, think back to a time in your life where you were the healthiest, where you were the most fit, healthy, active, 
And uh, it was probably a time where you were moving and doing the very most in your life, right? And so that that concept, that key of like, how do I keep being active? How do I keep doing all the things that I want to do? That's what's going to keep you from having chronic debilitating pain too in the long run. Yeah. So um, that's the take home there today. <laughs> well, so it, it, kind of an analogy, but it reminds me of our, we, we did a call a long time ago on, um, I think the topic was like, keep riding roller coasters or something like that. And so, you know, as when we're kids, um, like we love riding roller coasters, right? Like it's so much fun and, and it's a blast. You can spend all day there. And as an adult, you know, you go on a couple and you're like, oh my gosh, like this, this is awful. Like I just want to throw up and I just want to go and lay down. And it's not that just something changed in our bodies, it changed in our physiology, um, you know, in that transition from childhood to adulthood. It's what was the frequency of doing things like that as kids you're always running and jumping and rolling and, and moving your body, right? Like you're taking the swing and, 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 you know, going around and then like letting it spin you out or, or somersaults or, or whatever, right? You're just doing a lot of things to, to give input to your vestibular system. And so it learns to deal with that, right? So there's just a lot of room um, to, to move within that. And then as we, as we get older, we're just not moving in ways that much. And so when we get on the roller coaster, our body's like, whoa, what's what's going on? Like, I'm not used to this. I don't, I don't know what's happening. And so it's kind of similar with pain in, in the way that Cameron talked about is it's like our sensitivity increases because the amount of things that we're doing decreases. And so when we do anything outside that small norm, it's much more likely to set off the alarm system, right? Like it's, it's our, our, our pain system has become much more sensitive, right? The set point kind of changes. And so as we do more, as we stay more active, as we engage in, in more and different activities and, and include um, high intensity activities in there too, it just broadens the range of our experience and it broadens the inputs that our brain is sampling when it perceives pain, if that makes sense. And so when we when we stay active, when we stay moving, it, it's similar to, to that kind of example of, of kids in roller coasters. Like we're just, we're just giving our body more experiences to say like, oh, okay, this is, this is what life should feel like. And, and the aches and pains that bump up are just a normal part of life. And, and that doesn't mean I have to stop moving. Um, you know, and one other thing, I think this gets scary, especially as we get older, right? Like someone's like, oh man, I got my MRI back of this, or, you know, I got an x-ray of this or whatever. And, and they said there was X, Y, and Z. And so much of that is just, we, we call it wrinkles on the inside, right? It's not necessarily what we see on imaging is not necessarily correlated with the amount of pain someone experiences, right? Sometimes we can see a completely clear image and people are in pain and other times an image that looks pretty messy um, and people are fine. And so like a lot of it is just natural parts of, of the body aging and changing. And, and again, like <laughs> the wrinkles on the outside aren't causing you face pain, right? <laughs> um, and, and often right. the wrinkles on the inside are, are just that as well. Right. Well, so to that point, you know, statistically speaking, there is just as many people walking around with your same MRI results that have zero pain as there are people that have your same MRI results with pain. So like so often they're they're very misleading. Can it give us some insight into why you have pain? Sometimes, but often it's more of a lack of movement that's causing the pain or specific movement or strength in an area or things like that, uh, that, that is the reason behind your pain. Uh, 
and not the MRI finding. The MRI findings sometimes can be a result of the lack of inactivity. But in the end, we would treat that area the same way either way of slowly reintroducing movement, strength, and building up your ability to move strong and quickly over time so that you have full capability in that area again. No matter what the MRI report says, we get it moving again. Pain tends to go away, mobility increases, strength increases, and and things tend to go back to, you know, quote unquote normal. So that's the idea. Let's just keep moving. And that's the fountain of youth is just staying active and strong. So there you go. Aging and pain, just keep moving. <laughs> just keep swimming as as Dory would say. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Becoming Body Smart podcast. If you have questions, thoughts, or want to continue the conversation, reach out to us on our socials or join our community. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us bring you even more valuable content. Remember, sustainable health is a lifelong journey, and we're here to support you every step of the way. Live longer, live stronger, and become body smart.